once I said, okay, I'm going to do this and signed up, we had, I'm ready to do 25 wall balls in a workout. And I was on number 10 and I thought, I don't know if I'm going to make it to 25. I loved what I saw the people around me doing. And I looked at them, I was like, I can do that. I know if I am disciplined in my health and in keeping my body healthy here, that I'm able to serve my church and my Lord better and in my community better outside of here. Working out for me has always been like worship. Like I'm so thankful that I get to do something I love. Like God gifted me in a way where I can run, I can jump. Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. Thanks for tuning in today. I've got a special guest today, JoLynn Easter, who shares her story. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it inspires you and I hope you walk away with just an overall new outlook in a lot of ways of life and uh, fitness. My name is JoLynn Easter. I'm 27 years old, and I'm currently the missions director at Central Baptist Church. Great, and you have been working out here for quite a while. Yes. So take me back to when you first started here at the gym. I first started here, um, it was after I graduated college, so I was probably 23, I think it was a full year um, before I'd started. And and when I was in college, I would drive past when you were across from HEB and would look it up and thought, I want to do that so bad. But I was working several jobs at the time and I was like, there's no way I can afford it. And so finally, when I had a real job, I looked it up again and, and Carmen actually had told me about it. And I was like, have me the same place. Yeah, Carmen was already coming. Mm-hmm. So she yeah. got you, she recruited you? Yes. Yeah. Because she had said something about college station CrossFit. And I'm like, wait, that's the place that I've been looking up for the past yeah. couple years. So... So was that the beginning of your fitness journey or did it start in college, high school to kind of take me back to that? Yeah. So that's, I don't know really when the fitness journey started. My family's super active. Um, in general, we grew up on a cattle ranch in North Texas. So we're always outdoors playing. My dad played sports for a long time and, um, I didn't start participating in sports necessarily until I was like in the second grade. But before then we did gymnastics and played a rodeos and stuff like that. Um, and then junior high, played junior high sports, went to a smaller town. So I was able to run basketball, play volleyball, um, track, all those things. And did that into high school. It was really competitive, loved sports, loved the team um, atmosphere. And then in college, I had to decide between either pursuing an athletic career or an academic career and chose to go the academic route. Sometimes regretted it, but I know it was probably the best for the long run. So, so yeah. you came to A&M? Yes. And mm-hmm. what, what did you major in? Finance. Okay. Yeah. And so. which you'd use today? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I didn't think you did, so that's why I asked. No. Okay, yeah. so you were, what kind of sports? I mean, give me a little bit of insight. It sounds like you were pretty athletic if you had an opportunity to do college mm-hmm. sports. So. Yeah. Um, I played basketball, was probably like my main sport. And then my last couple years in high school, I really started to excel um, in track more than I ever thought I would and really fell in love with sprinting. And um, it was kind of weird because before I running was a punishment, it wasn't fun. And then it kind of became a fun thing. And so, and what distances? I was a sprinter, so I did the 100 hurdles and 300 hurdles, and then I ran the relays and as well. And so did a few field events. I wasn't great at like the triple jump, long jump, high jump, all that and stuff. And where, where were you considering or what places were you looking at for mm-hmm. college for sports? Um, Abilene. 
So ACU, Hardin, Simmons. Um, yeah. yeah. So some smaller schools and then I could get some academic scholarship stuff through A&M here. And so, and so you came to A&M, did you keep working out? Mm-hmm. Yes and no. It was super hard for me. I had always worked out with a goal, a very specific goal. And the thought always in the back of my mind, there's someone else who might be working harder than I am. Um, and so that really drove me through all of junior high and high school. And so to find a motivation to work out past then was kind of hard because I wasn't really overweight. And so that wasn't a motivation for me to work out. And then getting in the weight room and like trying to go super hard for no reason was like, I need something to obtain or I'm not going to kill myself for no reason. Yeah. And so um, for about a year, it was trying to find that, why am I working out? What do I work out? And I tried to do a couple boot camps um, through the rec center. They were actually, they weren't very hard. <laughs> and so yeah. those kind of felt like a waste of time and um, ran some, tried to do like some long distance, 5k, 10k type things, and but was never a long distance runner really by choice. And so kind of... Sh- through college just struggled with that i played intramurals and found it almost sounds like you were kind of bored with it yeah like nothing challenged you yes i loved the intramural stuff because i had some girlfriends that were also pretty athletic in high school and we could get out there and really compete and run up and down the court and play and um, stuff like that but still i mean it was a month or two out of the year and still needed that competitive drive and what when did you graduate uh college 2012 so 2012 did you your rec center membership ended mm-hmm. intramural stopped yes and you said it was about a year after that you started at, at over here mm-hmm. so what did that year look like um it looked like i had a membership at aerofit and um, and it was just close to where i worked at sos and they kind of had worked a deal with us there and so it's a discounted membership and tried and uh Going to the gym by yourself, still searching. There's like, why am I killing myself on the bike or on the rower? Or I hate the treadmill, like, because you don't go anywhere. So that was really hard. And um, just kind of on and off again and kind of searching for that competitive something, you know, to something more to drive yourself. So it's almost like CrossFit found you at the mm-hmm. perfect time of your life because you were still young enough to be mm-hmm. competitive, to probably remember what it was like to be an athlete yeah, and still kind of, you know, you needed a challenge, you know? And so um, when you started CrossFit, what initially did you think? Really funny. So a girlfriend and I came up here and we're like, we're just going to try it, whatever. And this was, I think it may have been right before I started working at SOS, but um we came up here and did a workout and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> I was like, this is really hard. <laughs> and I was dying like on the warm up. And um, then my first, like, once I said, okay, I'm going to do this and signed up, we had, I'm ready to do 25 wall balls in a workout. And I was on number 10 and I thought, I don't know if I'm going to make it to 25, you know? And um, I don't even think that was with a 14 pound ball. I think it was a 10 pound ball. And, but... I loved what I saw the people around me doing. And I looked at them. I was like, I can do that. You're like, I can. I mean, I know I don't look like I'm in shape, but I can do what they do. Like, they they don't look like more athletic than me and and watching other people. And so I think that was some of the drive. And then um, when you start, when I would watch it, 
online looking at videos or watching other people like the workouts that they're doing to want to be able to be able to move like that and be that versatile in your athleticism of it's not just lifting it's not just running but I think that's what I loved even growing up about sports and fitness and conditioning camps is this summer is you get to do lots of different things like get to challenge yourself in a lot of different ways so you're not specifically mastered in one thing and and for me that was fun because there was always a different challenge I loved not having to come up with my own workouts <laughs> it was already programmed that's really nice um to not have to think about those things and um then the first in-house competition I did that kind of I never I thought I was kind of over that I was a little intimidated even by the competitions because like man I'm not how I used to be and I had knee surgery also and so um this played a huge role in that even. Um, when was your knee surgery? When was it? I think it was 2014, maybe. So it was when you had already started CrossFit. <laughs> yeah. I remember you wearing a brace yeah. and what happened? Um, box jumps. <laughs> but I don't think box jumps is really what tore my ACL. I'm pretty sure that in high school I had ripped it a little bit and then had done other things and even when I would do like just skip in the air or do a layup I could feel it kind of give and pull sometimes and so I just jumped up on a box and it popped and I knew it's like as soon as it happened I knew what had happened my family has a history of left ACLs going out so so what was that season of life like for you super difficult for lots of reasons but um one it was really difficult because I was transitioning like on a personal note from college life into professional life and um, was living at home away from my family. But then, um, so then having to have knee surgery and do all that. One thing I did notice, um, there was another girl who had torn her ACL and had surgery by the same doctor about the same time. Um, and even the therapist would talk about how my flexibility was really great and my strength was really great. They were very surprised that I was able to do the amount of work after surgery like post-op and my recovery time was so much quicker and then a lot of the other people in the gym and the PT gym um because I already had a lot of the strength there yes it had depleted some but even from flexing your quad like the first day I was like oh my gosh all I can do is flex my quad they like flex your quad you know 10 times and that was super hard but I was able to do it versus other people in the gym who were like they can't even flex their quad and so they're having to do all this muscle stem stuff so yeah. Um, How long were you out? They told me I was going to be out probably six to nine months. And I was back in the gym in three and a half or four. Wow. And so, yeah. And coming back, was it like starting over? Mm-hmm. In some ways it was. And in some ways the muscle memory was there. So some of the movements of the things I'd learned, like kipping and those things on the bar work, there's some muscle memory there that you're like, okay, I don't have to relearn how to kip or um, squatting. You remember what the form should feel like, but you're, you're, you've lost some flexibility that you kind of have to like gain and you have to learn how to retrust yourself and not put all your balance on one leg um, and favor that one side. And So I know you're <clears throat> real strong in your faith. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why I'm asking this. But anytime we have moments like that in our lives, you know, God's probably teaching us something like, and maybe... Yeah. You're, you can give us insight three years after that, what you feel God was kind of teaching you. What do you mm-hmm. feel? What Do you have any insight on that? Yeah. And that whole season of my life was a season where the Lord, one of my prayers, and this may be too much, but no. one of my prayers um, for a long time has been that the Lord um, 
leading up to this would tear me down and just build me into the woman of God that he created me to be. Cause I want to walk in the fullness of everything he created me to be. So not even like what I think, but God just help me to be everything that you created me, the woman of God that you created me to be like, I want to walk in the fullness of that. And so the season of life leading up to that, um, I thought I was going to pursue a career in the professional world and God, through a lot of different doors, closed doors, open doors, and I ended up working nonprofit, which was honestly a pride shot for me because I was like, no, I've worked so hard for so long. I don't want to go work and make <laughs> make nothing. And um, anyways, and then having the knee surgery and living on my own and doing all that. Um, I think it was a, a season of, or I know it was a season of the Lord just really tearing me down and bringing me back to a place where realizing how out of control I am and how in control he is. And I learned how to lean on the Lord in several different ways through there and just to trust his goodness and his faithfulness. And for me, working out, even though I've always kind of been solid average, like I'm a pretty decent athlete. I've never been like the best of the best, but I can, I can be on the starting team. Like I can, I can hold my own. Um, but working out for me has always been like worship. Like I'm so thankful that I get to do something I love. Like God gifted me in a way where I can run, I can jump, I can get things down, you know, like, and I enjoy that. And so the Lord's taught me so many things, even in junior high and high school through seasons of athleticism and working out. And so some of that being taken away with my knee, um, kind of like Jolene, even if I take these away from me, like I'm still God, I am who I say I am. I'm going to do who I say, what I'm saying I'm going to do, but do you trust me? You know, do you trust that I really am doing everything and working everything together for your good and my glory at the same time? Um, and I'm not putting you through these things for no reason, you know, that there is a beautiful outcome and we're here for a kingdom purpose, not for selfish reasons, you know? And so even though it was just a, I mean, it's short ACL tear, nothing really that big. Well, in the moment it feels like it's everything, Yes, you know, and yeah. three months feels like three years. And I'm so <laughs> thankful that it happened after high school. So I did thank yeah. the Lord for that. I'm like, thank you for not, for letting me, you know, cause it very easily could have torn in a game or, Well, that's know. incredible. And I appreciate you sharing, you know, so much about that season. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, just watching you in the gym and, and seeing, you know, you are a great athlete. You know, you you have grown so much from like your first week, yeah. you know, to today. Um, but I know, especially when you're a good athlete, like injuries already, you know, um, can shoot at the inner part of your mm-hmm. soul you know, as a, forget athletics, just as a person, right? But when you are an athlete, it like tears you down even more. And Mm -hmm. with your faith, I just think that that definitely, I'm sure there was uh, something that you felt God speaking to your heart at that time. So today there's no pain, like you squat, you do it, everything. There's nothing that came out of that injury. No. Yeah. Completely better. 100% healed. Yeah. So I can do everything. Yeah. I could before. So what, um, uh, what has CrossFit taught you about yourself? Different things in different seasons. Um, I think even though, I mean, I'm only 27, but when I first started, there was a lot of, um, used to being really athletic and being able to pick up things and these new challenges of like, why can I not do 25 wall balls? It's like squatting 25 times, you know? And there were some humbling things in there of just checking your heart and what your motivations were. And, um, I think in even different seasons, it's taught me about rest and healing and how there there's times I want to be in the gym and going, but I know I may need to scale this workout or 
I may need to take a day off and rest and stretch and not kill my body and how that's healthy and actually a good thing. And, um, it's taught me a lot about endurance and just pushing through and you can do one more rep when you don't think you can do one more rep kind of in life. You can go a little further, even when you don't think you can go any further. Um, so there's a lot of, I think even workout situations that translate pretty easily over into real life and um, that have helped grow me and my character, not only here, you know, but also out, outside the walls of the box. Yeah. So what, um, how has this influenced what you do for a living? Cause for a long time you worked at SOS mm-hmm. and you know, you shared uh, with mm-hmm. us uh, as a staff, yeah. uh, what, what you, your role is, but now you work at central and the mm-hmm. missions. So in the, the life that you've chosen, you know, in the career that you've chosen, mm-hmm. um, how has this influenced that? Yeah. Um, so there's several different aspects of, I think, working out and nutrition and just taking care of your body that translate into me being able to do my job better. Um, part of that is that I know if I am disciplined in my health and in keeping my body healthy here, that I'm able to serve my church and my Lord better um, and my community better outside of here because I'm able to operate at more of an optimum of who, of who I am. I'm a healthier version of who I am. I'm able to go longer. I'm able to do more. Um, even I'd still do a lot of work in the streets and with kids and with their families and I can get out with them and run and jump and I can still go to the courts and play a pickup game with a couple kids um, from the streets or, pick up a couple girls and go to the volleyball court and, or pick up one and say like, Hey, let's go talk and run a couple miles or something like that. Like I can still do all those things. And I think CrossFit, I know that CrossFit has allowed me and pushed me in many different areas. That way I'm able to be versatile outside of here too. So, and, and your role at SOS, you know, not knowing a hundred percent of mm-hmm. everything that you did, but I remember thinking sometimes you'd come at six, your time for the, for a long mm-hmm. time was six o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I think it, you still you yeah. know, occasionally hit the 6am or that, I don't know which is your main yeah. one, but I've seen you all at different ones too. Yeah. I would have to think that sometimes you were up real late yes. <laughs> do, doing what you do, yes. or, you know, out there helping kids and, um, and, you know, same with Carmen and, mm-hmm. and what y'all do is just like what SOS does is incredible. Right. Um, but I, I, I got to think a lot of people would have hit the snooze button and a lot of people would have said, you know what, I'm not going to work out or taking yeah. a week off or, but you know, if I think of one of the most consistent people in the gym, it's been you, you know? So I'm wondering, and how can you share, not necessarily to tell other people like, Hey, start doing this, but just like what? motivated you what was the two hour night of sleep yeah. still yes. you still came in type of uh, internal discipline that you got yeah. from like how did that happen I think some of that comes from just kind of how I was raised too but in addition to that I knew that even on those nights there was many times that you're running on two or three hours of sleep that those mornings are my me time and kind of like once like working out to me is kind of like worship. And so there is that early morning, like if I'll just get there and have that time where I can, it's like, you don't have to do anything. You just come in here, 
push yourself. You don't have to think about schedules or what all I have to do is lift this barbell however many times it says on the board or, you know, run until I get to the cone. But I knew that if I came in the morning and got a good workout in, that the rest of my day was so much better. You know, it's some of those things you can't really explain why, but I just knew it was such a great start to my day. And it was some me time and it's almost like fellowship with the Lord because at 5, 6 a.m. not everyone's so chatty. And <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think there's I don't really know why or how, but it, for me, it was so worth it for the rest of the day to spend that one hour in the morning. So, um, kind of shifting gears, talking about nutrition, yeah. you know, you've worked out here for several years. This will be your fifth year then. then. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about your nutrition from then, from beginning yeah. to now and if it's changed or how it's changed. Oh goodness. Yeah. So growing up, um, we're a really country family, but we, my dad raises beef cattle we grew chickens and ate our own chickens. My grandparents had eggs and so had a garden growing up. So some of those things, you know, we ate pretty healthy, but we also loved biscuits and gravy, which are made with flour and bacon grease and um, milk, like real milk, you know, and cheeses and all those things. And so coming into college, I also did not have as many fast food options available. So that was exciting. It's like, oh, let's eat all this fast food. And so then when I started CrossFit, um, I decently healthy or I thought for the most part like oh I have fruits and vegetables and try to stay away from breads and stuff and what I appreciate about our gym is they kind of call out what nutrition really is and they and you teach us you know this is what good nutrition is and this is what bad nutrition is and this may look great but it's this is why it's not so great and so when I was working about two years ago when I was at SOS my body started kind of failing and um really weird things were happening. Like I was still coming and working out, trying to like live, you know, eat right, work out, random bruises all over the place, knots on my head. And my muscles would just tense up during the day. Doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong. They said my blood work looked great. Um, and so finally, um, my mom had a guy and through nutrition and what I eat, he was able to fix kind of all those problems. The bruises went away, the knots went away. My muscles were relaxed throughout the day. I was running like 105 temperatures at night and it all had to do with nutrition and what I was putting in my body. And um, so anyways, yes, from especially from that point to now, um, and listening to the, you, you know, you do the nutrition seminars and I would go and kind of jot down what I ate and would do the my fitness pal and that was super eye-opening to me because I think there's a lot of things I did that I didn't realize, like involuntary grabbing for foods and uh, not really planning that out. And so, and then you'd even talked about the macros part of it. If you want to get super, you know, super disciplined in it, this is what you can do. And I have noticed a huge change since you challenged us with that in not only like, yes, I want to look good. Everyone wants to look good. Um, but also the way I feel and the way I think and the way I sleep and how um, just what I eat can affect my entire, it's not just what like your workouts, you know, some people say I work out so I can eat whatever I want. And I'm like, no, I eat this you know, way. So my workout. talking with you kind of, and you're talking about nutrition and I think just because you can understand this uh, analogy, but you know, when when the Holy Spirit takes over your heart, you become a new person, right? And you realize mm-hmm. that you make different choices throughout yeah. the day. Um, your life goes in a completely different direction, you know? Um, and the, the nutrition has the same power in a different way to control how you feel, right? Yes. And you 
describing that you had, I mean, 105, if I get a 99.1, I'm like in pain. So I can't imagine what 105 fever would feel like at night or bruising and all the, but by changing what you put in your mouth, right? By changing the food that enters your body, it had a major impact on you. And I think that, you know, um, if anybody can kind of share of nutrition and the power of nutrition, you know, um, not saying that it's the same thing as the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, you know, the Holy Spirit has that kind of Mm -hmm. impact on our life, right? And so nutrition, I think sometimes people don't truly give it the attention that it's worth, but here you are sharing that, man, I had, you know, and you have, you sought out some special counsel, obviously Mm -hmm. from this person and they, you know, it it was life changing, right? Yes. For you to start putting, and then you kind of mentioned some of the changes you made for performance. So give us some insight because I think those changes probably more applicable to most listeners. So what are the, some of the changes you made in your diet that impacted your performance in the gym? Um, kind of the, when you challenge us to log everything in my fitness pal and then the macros and um, which is super hard to really do that and i if i'm being honest I, I just to be that disciplined in it is so very challenging for me and so i try to kind of stick with it but um when we started doing that and i started eating um more of the lean proteins but especially i kind of i would say less carbs um, and fats, but really increase like the veggies, like the green stuff. And, um, I was started even eating like Brussels sprouts and eggs for breakfast, you know, and just stuff to try to make it fit into the numbers that you had kind of tar- gave us as a target to shoot for. I noticed that my like squatting was easy. Like it was easier, you know, like, okay, wait, this weight does not feel as heavy as it usually feels. But then even like running, was easier and like just moving up and down. So like burpees, I'm like, man, everything. And I naturally lost some weight, which made pull-ups and muscle-ups way easier. You know, it's like five pounds less. And so, um, I think a lot of those things, and then even kind of trying to, some of the proteins playing with some of those. Um, I noticed a lot of proteins and he even the doctor kind of suggested I not take some of them because they made me feel really bad and kind of messed up my stomach. So I have to use things that are pretty natural and like whole foods. Um, which honestly he gave me whole food options to kind of replace what a protein shake would do. Um, which worked really well for me. Lots of eggs. And and it's a, you know, at 27, you've got the rest of your life to kind of really create the right meal structure for yourself Mm -hmm. and I think the earlier in life that you can start that process because it's a lifelong process right it's not like it's kind of like your quiet time you know Um, it might look certain way for one person you know or might look another way for another person for Jolyn for Carmen but you know there's a certain unique way that you're going to have time with the Lord you know, right. every single yes. day and it's yes. going to, same way with nutrition, you know, there's a certain way that JoLynn's going to fuel her body that probably maybe isn't going to work for everybody. You know what I mean? Yes. But, but, um, the sooner, the earlier in your life you begin to understand and, and work on that quiet time with the Lord and, and have the rest of your life to have that mm-hmm. same with nutrition, the earlier in your life, you know, whether it's 27, 25, the earlier in your life that you can start working on your nutrition and understanding what makes you feel good in the gym, what yes. makes you feel good at night, right? What makes you feel good throughout the day? Because mm-hmm. ultimately it's going to come from what you're putting in. Yeah. That's awesome. So 
Um, title of the podcast, you know, is Building Better People. You know uh, what that means to me and mm-hmm. all the coaches here and uh, in the membership too because, you know, I believe wholeheartedly that people when they come in this gym that they're going to become a better version of themselves. Right. And you've touched on some of the areas, but, you know, how does your workouts, you living a healthy lifestyle, make you a better version of you? Mm-hmm. It's not only the work for me, it's not only the workouts here, it's the gym Um, and the whole from how you conduct the gym and the standard that's kind of there, even though it's not spoken of what's expected in the community um, here, but how this whole College Station CrossFit, Boom Fit, has made me a better person is one, some of those challenges we've done with nutrition, I would have never done those on my own or even know where to start. And it even sparked an interest for me in, okay, what does food really do for my body? Um, The workouts of coming here and knowing every day I'm going to be met with not just like mediocre coaches, because it's fun to go try their CrossFit gyms when you're out and about, but coaches that really know what they're doing. And you can tell you invest in your coaches because of how they coach us and they push us and they listen to us and they know us. And so they know what our limitations are and where to push us and where I want to be weak and Um, So pushing me in different areas there. So from nutrition to workout to the community and the people. And I'm so built up. There's a lot of women here that I think are absolutely amazing. And men too. But women that I just really um, admire the way that they're moms. And they take their health and their nutrition like seriously for themselves and their kids. Um, So the community part of it also. But then it's also just a great place to also love people. And it's really easy to just walk in here and build friendships that you can be honest with. Because when people see you with no makeup and sweaty at 6 a.m., it's kind of like, <laughs> that's about as bad as it gets. So, so that's, I mean, it's so, so great to hear. You know, it's encouraging, inspiring. You know, um, I think that uh, it, it definitely makes me want to keep working harder to create that environment for people, for sure. And I know the coaches feel the same exact way. You've had a lot of success in terms of CrossFit specific uh, mm-hmm. things like yeah. muscle ups. You know, you kind of casually yeah. threw that out, and I'm like, man, that's so cool because there was a time that you probably were just like, I'll never get a right. muscle up. Yes. What are some of the things that you've been able to accomplish in your fitness? Yeah. Um, over the time that you've been working out here. Yeah. So I'm still working on ring muscles. I have bar muscle ups, but um, goodness gracious, I think the amount of weight that I'm able to lift. I'd always been told, my dad told me forever that you will not blow up if you lift heavy weight. And I kind of always thought, yeah, whatever. I see those people on TV. Um, But I'm able to lift like way more than I ever thought I'd be able to lift. Um, Squat more, push-ups, burpees. um, Even I remember thinking I will never do a (laughs) pull-up. So pull-ups, chest-to-bar, bar muscle-ups, even my mild times and my 5K times are quicker in rowing. Um, way better at rowing than I used to be. And so um, double unders were huge. So every open that I did, the first open I ever did, they had double unders. And I was like, what's that? And the coach showed me and I was like, okay, so I got double unders. Then last year they had muscle ups in the open. And I was like, I don't know if I can do a muscle up. They're like, just try. And so I did one. And so it's like, it's kind of fun. And part of why I like the open, there's just that challenge. So you, in, in the, the last year's open workout, you got how many muscle ups or you get your first one last year? Yeah, I just jumped up there and did one. And so I was able to do it like, and someone was like, you must be working on those. I was like, I just learned how to do one. Like, <laughs> and this year, how many did you get in the um, open workout? Uh, my score was 89. So I don't know how yeah, many. Yeah, you know, so you got, was. you were on the, 
That's it's great. Still in that I first mean, round, but yeah. What you you emailed me back when I sent the email out to the membership and I talked about goals, mm-hmm. and so you emailed me back. So I want you to share a little bit of that with the listeners and tell me how you're doing on that right now. Yeah, and um, I can't remember exactly which goals I sent you, um, and one of them is I want to get a ring muscle up, um, is to be more disciplined in my nutrition, and um, but also a big one for me is to learn when to rest. Um, and not push myself too hard because I can push myself really hard outside of the gym and that ends up really affecting my workouts. Like not sleeping a lot is actually not really great. Um, so I need to sleep at least six hours a night and um, finding that life balance of, you know, when are things going to have to give and not. But the motivation um, behind a lot of the goals weren't, I mean, yes, it's Jesus and my faith and like how that balance is, but And when I look at those little ones that are watching me um, and how I live my life and what I'm doing with my time and why I do certain things, um, I think that's a huge motivation for me because even though they're not my kids, I really love them a lot. And I want them, just like I used to pray for myself and I still pray for myself, that I want to be everything that God created me to be, I want them to walk in the same fullness of everything that God created them to be. Um, And so I do want to set a good influence on how I rest because I don't want them to push myself to the point themselves to the point where they're like bruising and knots and have to use nutrition to fix them. Like I want them to learn to rest healthy, but to push themselves hard in the gym and um, also to realize there's a different life out there than what they see, you know, and, that balance how have you been doing on that um good Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think part of the me trying to figure it out was even when I work out so 6 a.m was kind of um worked really great but some nights I was not getting the full six hours of sleep and so I'm trying to find different class times that maybe work on different days but 6 a.m is just kind of how it's going to have to be Mm -hmm. but um, and then working on muscle ups, every muscle up the day I get that, I think I may pass out. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but. So you pretty much do the open RX now. Mm-hmm. You've gotten three weeks in a row. Did you do all the open workouts RX last year? Yes. Oh, no, no, no. I did one of them. I can't remember. There was ring muscle ups or something maybe. Mm-hmm. And one of them. So yeah, I didn't do that one RX. And but. then the other, the third goal that you mentioned was, um, you just, you just said it. You talked about rest, talked about ring muscle-ups, and nutrition. Mm-hmm. And so you've been doing better on nutrition? Yes. Way yeah. better this year. I think any other year, I just realized how much it affects everything. Like yeah. inside, outside the gym, how I feel. Um, and it's fun to watch the kids kind of pick up on that stuff. Like even the other day, one of the girls was like, I'm not eating my bread because this is not healthy. And I was like, when? <laughs> <laughs> So you uh, mentioned, you know, the example, the influence that you have, and you often bring a friend, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. your little friend to come with you. And um, why don't you share in case somebody's seeing you up here and kind of what y'all's relationship is? Yeah. So um, there's a couple of little girls that are um, between the ages of five and nine that hang out with me a lot, but two in particular. And one of them, I found her um, when she was three years old in a field. Um, And she just kind of wandered off and was able to take her back home. And then we just kept running into each other really randomly. Um, What wasn't random, it was Jesus after that. And so she has just, she's now eight years old and just hangs out with me and um, 
pick her up, hang out with her a couple days a week. And, um, it's just kind of, it's one of those things that's hard to explain. I don't really know. They're just my friends. We hang out. They, um, they go to gymnastics. They spend the night at my house. We work on Bible verses and homework and talk about little girl things and paint our nails. And we've learned how to ride our bikes. And, and there's another one, you know, she's, she's the basketball player. She's more of the tomboy. She does not like to paint her nails. And, um, loves Marquesia loves coming to the gym up here and uh, swinging on the bars and you know stuff like that and it's fun for them to even watch how the people interact here and then listen to the conversations and the questions that they have on the way home of um whether it's seeing like the whole mommy daddy thing like oh her daddy's up there you know with her and what is that like and um stuff like that so the gym is even played like they, it's a, it's kind of a Jesus place for them too. We have certain places they call it Jesus places, like the church, you know, and certain friends' house. And this is also a place that they are like, oh yeah, that's where like the Jesus people are, you know. So that's awesome. Yeah. I've always kind of admired that when when you have uh you know one of them or both mm-hmm. of them here and just kind of that special, you know, you're just loving on them, you know. Yeah. And I'm sure you get uh, more love in exchange yes. <laughs> than you are even giving to them. Just, yeah, that's true. Because that's you yeah. know that's the beauty of it. So. Um, kind of, I would say in closing, I would like you to speak on a subject that I think you do a great example of. In CrossFit, it's real easy to allow your performance to define you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's real easy to think that because uh, you're doing really good, that you're really good, or when you don't do good, that you're not good. In other words, like if I can't get a muscle up, I'm not you know, any good, yeah. or my double-enders are never going to come here, or the open I finished in last place, you know, and I believe that you do a great job of not letting that affect you personally. Yeah. Um, that you come back and work harder and you give it all you got, but then you also leave it here. In other words, it's not going to like, if I didn't get a muscle up today and I really thought I was going to, I'm not going to let it beat me up. Yeah. A lot of people don't, you know, a lot of people, you know, let this, their performance dictate how they feel about themselves Mm -hmm. so how can you speak on that um in a way that could speak to someone listening yeah um in any area of life those things come and go and those things change and there's nothing that we really can control so like me tearing my acl like we're not in as much control as we think we are so that was hard like i can't do box jumps i can't run i can't flex my quad um or I come to the gym and I, my shoulder is killing me and I maybe I can do muscle bar muscle ups now, but maybe that day I can't do more bar muscle ups or maybe snatches. My shoulder's killing me. I cannot get a heavy snatch up above me whatsoever. And yes, it would be very easy to let that kind of talk down on myself, that negative self-talk or whatever you want to call it and get down on yourself and kind of, ugh, and let it ruin your day. But, um, the core of who I am and what I, and who like, who lives in me is like the Lord and Jesus. And um, what he says about me is way more important than any action or anything I'm able to lift or do or anyone else says about me. Because the truth he speaks into my life, that's unchanging. That's constant. That's forever the same. So that I know that I am a daughter of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Like how awesome is that, right? That I have his favor and his blessing and that he does work all things together for my good and for his glory and that I get to walk in the fullness of everything he has for me. Um, so when I know that and kind of put that perspective back on who who I am and whose I am, 
that other stuff just doesn't seem to matter as much. I mean, I may have a bad day in the gym and it may be at a time when I really wanted to do good or it may even be at a competition like the BCS Classic or I might be, you know, Madison. We may be doing um, a competition together and that day is just not a good day. And yeah, it stinks. But at the end of the day, it's like when I put in the big, big picture of like, hey, this is who I belong to and this is what I'm here for. I'm here for the kingdom, you know, and kingdom work. And this this world, this earth, and yes, there's things that I love and enjoy, but it does not last very long. Eternity is forever, and that's where I'm headed, and that's what I'm working for, and and I won't ever be able to explain everything that happens here on earth, or why it happens, and why it happens when it happens, you know. I've been through a lot of heartbreak, and really hard things the past few years, just with deaths, and close friends, and tragedies, and even working kind of in SOS, and you see a lot of things that are just not fair, and not good, and but all coming back to whose I am, and who I am, and knowing the character of my God, and it puts things into a really good perspective that help you kind of maintain a good focus, and even defining who yourself, because I just think about that, you know, I tell the little girls that they're princesses, you know, like, I'm a princess, they're a princess, they're royalty, you know, and the blood that Jesus shed for us makes us perfect and spotless and blameless in the eyes of the King who loves me. So he sees me as perfect. He doesn't see all my bad stuff. And so when it comes to defining, it's like, yeah, I didn't get a muscle up today, but the King of Kings and Lord of the Lord sees me as perfect and spotless and blameless. And that's a beautiful thing. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast, where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.